Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Dumb's Hit Music Station, FM 104. Louise with you until one o'clock. I'm now joined by music producer Philip McGee. Hello, how are you? Hello, Louise. Hello. Happy Sunday to you. Happy Sunday. How have you been? Really good. Yeah, I think so. You know, it's good. Been a mad roller coaster, yes. as Ronan Keaton would say. But it's um, but yeah, I'm doing good at the moment. Good. We spoke a little while ago all about the bands you work with. So let's mention a few. So there's been Roshi No, there's been yeah. Post Party, Gavin James, Code Line. There's been quite a few, and loads uh, more. Yeah, I've been around a while. Like I, I'm just. Uh, I've been here a while, so I've seen a lot of people. So I'm quite fortunate. Very, very, very lucky to work with phenomenal Irish artists. So I just pinch myself every time I hear something on the radio and I go, Jeannie Mac, I'm fairly fortunate. Yeah, it must be a weird, actually, moment to hear another one of your songs on the radio. It's, it's, it's yeah, no, it is. Do you know what it is? You're, you're working on something for so long that you don't actually listen to it back again. So say mm-hmm. you're finished, you, you're in a studio for a couple of days, a couple of weeks, a couple of months, depending on what kind of project you're working on. It's a, you know, a lot of people involved. You get it mastered, sent to record labels, you know, released. And then you don't listen to it again, kind of because mm-hmm. you, you just want to move on. And then it just kind of catches you as you're, you're in the centre, kind of buying stuff and you hear it in the background. You go, oh my goodness, it brings <laughs> back everything. And you feel quite proud then, you know, because you go through every kind of art- yeah. artistic kind of, a dilemma where you're like oh this is terrible oh it's great no it's not you know and then you listen to it with uh, clarity like a year later you're like oh that was amazing to be part of that yeah because you'd know it on so many different levels like we kind of listen to it as just a fresh song where you would have heard it at all different stages so it must be strange. oh yeah well it bring, like it's like anything it's like a, a photo from somebody's holiday is different to the person who's in well, the that's photo true. That's true. remember the time you got you got food poison and you got burnt and yeah. uh, <laughs> so, like, every bit of trauma and good <laughs> the story comes flooding back in a cacophony so of memories <laughs> i never even thought of it like that it's so true yeah oh so yes yeah, it ruins the illusion of, of music <laughs> <laughs> so how has this year been for you have you found it difficult and it's been yeah like obviously like financially and everything and business wise mm. things have been just kind of grounded to a halt in a sense and it was it was kind of a show that like the recording industry that I'm part of is just a microcosm mm. of the entire music industry that the live industry kind of feeds what we do because when when an artist like when a young singer comes into the studio they might have saved up by playing gigs Friday Saturday night at a local ball board mm-hmm. it could be a, a bigger artist who did an arena tour or somebody who's getting uh, publishing and royalties and then they go and reinvested in recording so you kind of see very quickly that you know if a few elements are badly hit the whole the whole thing kind of goes down as such so yeah kind of grounded to a halt pretty much last March or April in a sense and then you know, but I was able to do other stuff. I was quite fortunate that I sit on a few boards, mm-hmm. um, kind of doing music advocacy. And so I was able to kind of throw myself head deep into stuff like that, trying to communicate with a lot of people, uh, educate, help, you know, just chat, you know. So it's been really fortunate kind of um, talking to our community and getting, I think we're going to be a lot stronger after this. You know, there's been an awful lot more communication because especially as music producers, we kind of work in our little huts and our caves and <laughs> our own, you know, and we don't see light for weeks. 
where I myself and a lot of other producers have been kind of reaching out and talking to everybody and uh, so that's been quite exciting and I'm, and I'm part of a new organization called AIM, the Association of Independent Music, where Amazing. I look after music producers and studios and the whole association looks after technical staff, managers, labels, publishers. So it's been really good being able to put the groundwork into that. So, uh, you know, so I wasn't able to as be creative as I as I normally have been for the last 15, 17 years. But it's been really good just communicating and, and, and helping out. Was it hard initially to switch over from the creative into kind of discussions and things like that? Um, the discuss- no discussions is fine because that's what like studios like it's, it's <laughs> this job for me is all about kind of humans you know it's yeah, kind of the people before the music so if I wasn't doing this job I'd probably be studying psychology or mm-hmm. doing something because I'm, I'm very interested in, in humans brains and how they think and how we all communicate so that's why I love sitting in a room with loads of people crazy people normal people yeah. just loads of people so it's the same when you're kind of in board meetings and discussions and it's just fascinating talking to everybody so that was I, I love that so that was a lot of fun you know and trying to work out solutions to issues you don't even know are, are about to arise so I, I was fine that way the thing that was difficult was not being around songwriters mm. normally in a studio I'm around an awful lot of songwriters talking about lyrics and I kind of took that for a kind of a given and as the kind of months and weeks led on, I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm really missing that outlet. It's almost yeah. like counselling for all of us because we're going yeah. through all these lyrics and working out what it meant and where's the story going and how it's evolved and how does it kind of conclude. And with that gone, that was a little bit strange one. Sounds a bit hippy dippy, but that was <laughs> a little strange having that removed from my normal workday life. But I was, I, going, I was going given. to say that, though, that it does sound like you're a bit like a counsellor where you kind of sit down and work through what the song is, where you want it to be or what you want it to sound like. And it kind of sounds like the, the same way you'd kind of work through any other problem or any other situation. Possibly, yeah. Like, I think I've no qualifications in it, so I, I, I've, <laughs> I've, I don't know much about real psychotherapy or counselling mm-hmm. to, to preach it, but I do enjoy communicating and talking and yeah letting everybody express themselves in a very safe kind of environment in a, in a studio or on the telephone so that's something I kind of cherish with within the music community um so yeah it is it is a form of kind of I think any kind of communication. positive communication yeah. is a form of kind of self-counseling so that was missed quite a lot with other artists and I suppose now that things are hopefully opening back up a little bit what should artists be doing before they go into either yourself or other music producers? What should they kind of have organised before they step through those doors? Wash their hands, as Joe Duffy would say. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good start. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, wash your hands. Um, so th- the big thing for me, uh, before you go to any studio, before you go to any producer or you're looking to release music is, you know, think about the songwriting. It is mm-hmm. so basic when I say that loud and people go, that's obvious, but it's not. It's so important that when you go to record with a producer that if you want to record three songs, don't go in with just three songs. Mm. Go in with 20 songs and say, which are the best three? So you can whittle them down. You know, it's like mining for gold. So that's really important because it's a big investment going to the studio, hiring producers, hiring engineers, mastering engineers, possibly bringing in session musicians. You know, it's a lot of work for you not to have done your work, you know, mm. in the very beginning at the kind of, uh, the very start of this whole process so if I'm working with a new artist the very first thing I do is listen to their music see what I enjoy about it um, tell them I, like the parts that I love and then say please write more music I'd love to hear more music in the next two three months and then we sit down I whittle through every little section every every bit of lyrics and chords 
and kind of we find gold and sometimes it takes longer sometimes you go wow love these two but i think there's better in you and you might give slight guidance but you let them be their themselves be them, their own writer and i think that's a huge process that people kind of skip over sometimes they you know research too much about music business and do all this kind of so much where it's like mm. be an artist first you know be prolific keep on writing and uh, you'll, you'll come out with gold and it's the best way for kind of securing your future within this within this industry is having great writing that's the the one democratic part of the music industry that's alive and well is good songwriting i believe and is there any time or is, would there be any situation where maybe a music producer and an artist isn't a good fit like how would you know or should you be aware oh, yeah. of it like yeah there's well first of all there's there's kind of big obvious ones which are like just seeing like the past catalog of the producer so if i'm an mm-hmm. artist and i'm looking for a producer and i pick you know mary o'sullivan a producer just made her up <laughs> and i see all she's ever done is edm and i'm an indie mm-hmm. artist you're like that's just not going to work you know there might be some creative gold out of it somehow but it just isn't a natural fit so you're trying to look at people's kind of cvs and their past work to see is there a good musical connection because that's very apparent because you can hear that and then the second one is never kind of going straight into the studio and paying up or anything meet them go for coffee go to a rehearsal room because your personalities need to work together somewhat there is famous stories of producers and artists colliding and it works Mm. well but i think you need to get along i think if you're in a room together for 12 hours a day five six seven days a week you just need to get along and understand Mm -hmm. each other quite well so i think that's so important and i think the personality is somewhat more important than the name of the producer you might try and go in studio with a somewhat famous producer or a well-known producer but you might be better with someone who isn't as well known but you just click with him and or her and you just have a great communication so i think that's just paramount so important that you just communicate well it's so true and the thing is as well that if it is somebody you get along with first and foremost then at least if you do have an argument or you disagree on something <laughs> it will come 360 and you will be okay after a cup of tea kind of thing <laughs> exactly because there, there's so many rock and roll stories and i've yeah. been there myself as an en- a young engineer with other producers where you know, the artist and the producer won't even talk to each other. And management stuff. have to get involved. And it's just like weird. It's yeah. just it's kind of like stuff you see in documentaries. And like, life's too short for that nonsense. You yeah. know, you want to get along with somebody and make great work, great music, you know. So that's important. Feel them out. And don't worry about their past pedigree. pedigree. Um, th- Like, that is the second or third most important thing. But the number one thing is how you click with that person. So it means you can open up more as a musician. And I must ask you, because Lauren asked us to ask you. So she said that you've worked with loads of bands and musicians that she loves. Is there any particular song that kind of stands out for you as, we don't want to say favourite, but kind of favourite? <laughs> uh, Lauren, trying to start world. That's an ecumenical matter, Lauren. You know, know, they're all lovely. You love them you all. Know, we know this. <laughs> no, I love them all. But there's there's moments in a studio because songs are constructed in different ways in a recording studio. Sometimes you're just hitting the big red button and you're recording everything mm-hmm. at once and all of a sudden you hear magic in front of you straight away you go wow this this is going to be on radio in six months and you get kind of mm-hmm. you know you just the uh, hairs on the on your arms just kind of raised or there's times where you're just recording just a lead vocal and i've had that a few times where you're just with a singer and they're singing the chorus and you're like wow that is the take i am so honored that i'm the only person in the world hearing this right now and i know this is going to you know go well it's going to radio is going to play at loads it's going to be in a big concerts so those moments are incredibly special in every kind of artist they kind of pop up so there wouldn't be 
a favourite. <laughs> <You're just laughs> am, di- am I like a political <laughs> politician here? You're just not going to tell us. Yeah, but no, I, to be honest, I don't actually have a favourite song. Yeah, I'm sure I, there's loads. I, I, I change like the weather. Like I yeah. don't even have a favourite album or a favourite band. I, I just can't. I just, you know, some weeks I'll be listening to, you know, Rage Against Machine and then other weeks I'll be listening to Bob Dylan for a week or I'll be listening to like jazz. So like it, it flippy flops, you know, I just remember there's certain moments I remember go, wow, that was just cool. I remember like with Code Line, we we're doing a song, Brand New Day. It's doing mm-hmm. Yo's here in Gogglebox. And we recorded those vocals outside in oh, a, wow. like, in a B&B. And like they're just outside with no headphones, with speakers blaring, really sunny. There was a lake in front of us, like in, in Longford. And uh, I just remember going, wow, this mm. is, first of all, he was, Stephen, the singer was singing unbelievable. Everything looked amazing. I was just like, this is just a dream, you know? So stuff like that within songs. So every time I hear that or I hear Gogglebox, it brings mm-hmm. me back to was it Leitrim? I think it was Leitrim I was in. It was Mohill. I just look at that. I just think of that lake and see Stephen in the middle of a garden singing that song, you know. And it's just a beautiful memory. I love how it's like a picture rather than you know the music itself. It is a whole scene, almost like a movie. Oh yeah, yeah. There's yeah, there's a lot going on. A lot I going on. That. But yeah, that whole what's your favorite song at the moment or album is such a tough question. Like it's not one I can it's answer unfair. either. It's unfair. Yeah. Stop it, Lauren. <laughs> I can't answer it either. <laughs> How can people support you at the moment or music in general? I suppose. Um, I I just think we need to kind of really push our own artists as much as possible here mm-hmm. we're, we're very fortunate in ireland we're a small population but we're incredibly musical and the amount of songs that we're putting out on a weekly basis is astounding um, myself and aileen brophy uh, who works with me mm-hmm. we, we put out a playlist on spotify called signal flow and originally the playlist was to have some irish and some international acts because we didn't think there was that amount of irish music coming mm-hmm. out every week or two mm-hmm. and we just got blown away after like two weeks we're like Jeannie Mac, there's like, you know yourself, Louise. There's like, there's like two dozen Irish songs out a week of of high caliber. And you're like, wow, this is just astounding. So I think a big thing is supporting artists you really like and trying to buy their merchandise as well is a huge thing. Mm -hmm. As we all know, streaming doesn't really fill people's pockets much with money as an artist. Mm -hmm. And they've, you know, NCT the van, try and get on the road, pay for everything around them. Um, And then gigs are just slack at the moment. You know, we don't know when gigs will be fully back open. And for how long that'll kick in. So if I was my big thing, what I'm trying to do as well is like Bandcamp do merchandise. And they do is kind of like a I don't know what you call it, like a tax free or they don't charge the artist for their Mm -hmm. um their the Bandcamp fee, like I think the last Friday of every month. So I've been trying to buy T shirts and cassettes and vinyl of of artists that I love in Ireland that I don't even work with. And I think that's I think that's a really important way to try and support these musicians as much as possible. Um, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing at the moment. I love that cassettes are coming back. I'm just putting that out there. Yeah, it's mad. It's <laughs> yeah. just, that blows my mind. It's insane. Cause, yeah, because they're because they're crap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was like, it's all that crackle I'm... thing in them, isn't it? Yeah, I'm old enough to used to buy cassettes, and I was dying to get away from them. <laughs> so <laughs> I've no nostalgia for cassettes. Oh, Vinyl yeah. sounds great. Cassettes yes. don't sound good, and I'm like, oh, what are, what's going on with all these young whippersnappers with their cassettes? <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Getting out the pencils to wind it up again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You've seen videos online of, of of teenagers trying working ahead to put it into the cassette players. I don't know if cassette players even exist anymore, do they? I do, actually, that's a good question. Are people just buying cassettes and not having cassette players? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Philip, uh, it's a mad though, world. Thank you so much for taking the time. Ah, uh, thank you, Louise. Pleasure always talking to you. FM World Four Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.